coming up on Just Elders Podcast. Everybody know how I feel about Tom Brady. I don't love him. Congratulations to the whole Colorado team. I did it. You a dick. Kurt Franklin been transparent about two things. Being addicted to porn and not having a daddy. This cosmic collision of humans having a conversation at a funeral. Come on, man. Only a sister know. What you gonna do if the test become 100%? It ain't That's gonna be. It ain't gonna be. <laughs> I can give you five black banks in Atlanta from Citizens Trust to Greenwood. That all. Our tagline creating content that pushes the culture forward. I still stand on this. Fuck Greenwood. You know what I'm saying? This all got here because of George Floyd. Look, if you got a Greenwood bank and this your made your life any better, please let me know. Ready? Born ready. Reporting live from the North, we are here at the aftermath the of a riot. I don't know what the fuck is going on. It's a riot. It's Wednesday. Girl, you try to break my heart. Did it make you happy? It's Wednesday. Okay, listen. Um, I, I just don't think this is working. How long you been feeling like this? Thank God I'm over it. Thank God. I'm tired of stressing about what I can't control. My boy acting. <laughs> I think I'm better on my own. <laughs> I kicked all the my circle. Dang. I don't know how this shit feel. It really hurt you. Dang. But I'm not sure I never go. That nigga need to be friends with goddamn <laughs> Gunner. <laughs> My heart ain't racing, barely being slow. If they won't smoke, if I see them, it's a go. Fuck that nigga, fuck that bitch. Fuck, fuck everybody, cause you know they gon' switch. Fuck the niggas and them bitches. Everybody. Hey. Everybody. Everybody. Baby, we just fucking this is not no love. I can't take you serious. I fought you on the first night. See, I disagree with that. <laughs> We're gonna do it just like that. What's up, family? You tuning to the Just Other Podcast? How the podcast air here the airways? I'm super excited. We're about to record the greatest episode we have ever recorded. Say it every time and mean it every single time. Fuck off, said on that one. <laughs> Yeah, he, I just want to let ladies yeah, know. He fucked up on that one. Yeah, hey, I'm going to still fuck with you. On the hey, first lady, night. if you give it up on the first night, when we this grown, it let me know I take you more serious. I'm just going to be real with you. I'm just going to be real. That, that's some immature shit. But I feel like I'll sit with I feel like he said that. I'm taking your bitch, I take her for ransom. She lied, she tells me that it ain't even my money, she said it this video fire look at it all the uh, michael jackson outfits Hey, nigga barely lean though. <laughs> that nigga dancing though. Look at this nigga. <laughs> Bro, they, 
Bro, go back to my clip. I told y'all he was a Disney kid, bro. Look at this artist actor. That's Nickelodeon acting right there, bro. Yeah. Come on, man. I'm proud of him, though. But that wasn't, nigga, that was Kodak, though. He's not a Disney kid. I'm proud of him. I'm proud of him, cuz. That right there, let me know, nigga. Come on, man. He ain't in the bando doing that. I seen a little kid. I seen a bando kid. Y'all seen that little rapper? Kid, did they pushing out of uh Florida right now? The drill rapper? He like 14 years old? Mm-hmm. Oh my God. It's horrible. I'm gonna pull it up real quick. When I say it's horrible, man, like he actually got like real grown men behind him pushing this music. Like, and he like a real drill rapper. I kill you, I shoot you. Like, here you go. Let me send this to you. Pull this up right here. It's on IG. Listen to y'all, Jay. Uh, I'd rather a Disney rapper kid than a real bando kid. This, this this kid right here, 14 years old. And when I see, like, I think what's the most disturbing about it is all the grown men that's behind him. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, you know how you got the rappers and you got the entourage? Like, all these grown men riding this 14-year-old back, and he just on some real drill gangster kill shit like nigga talk about it and everything like it's it's crazy bro like you see it mm-hmm. but yeah so i don't i uh when i seen this that shit threw me all the way out oh not not, not yet Joe. Uh, and when i seen this i was like man we at some point this shit over with and it's this is a perfect segment to what I was going to why I came in the offset with Nicki and my, uh, Naj's husband and shit but I'm gonna go there next go there oh ain't no sound in the video see no sound yeah. IG say no sound damn they must have hmm? I got no sound press the little sound button in the bottom right <laughs> Bruh, was, put, put the whole screen up. I don't know what that is, but you could just look at it. Just, just, just scroll through. Look at the grown men behind. Like, and he talking about some gangster shit. My algorithm don't play that bullshit. <laughs> I mean, it's, it is what it is. It's, it's the culture. Right. It's, you know, again, maybe this bothered me so much just to see that he's so young and all the grown, like, he got grown man production behind him. This ain't like no young nigga that I want to be like these rappers. Right. We just did an interview and nigga said it. Folks will buy um, kid business before they buy regular business. Same shit with the music. Right. That shit was, that was, that was tough to see. And. This tough guy shit, man, the gangster shit, it's it been old for me, but like it's now it be looking lame too. Um uh, I don't know if you seen where Zoo, uh Nicki Minaj, I don't know if that's her husband or boyfriend. Like these niggas put up the video where they were uh staking out. I guess looking for offset. I don't even know how that came about. Do we even know how that beef would arise? I mean it gotta be Nicki and Cardi beef, you know. 
<clears throat> same beef, Nicki and Cardi beef. So you just trying? So we got my girl beefing. I'm beefing with you. Yeah, why not? Nah. Shit like if your if your girl if your girl is beefing with another girl, and during that beef, somehow some way you might think the nigga said something slick to your girl, it kind of puts you in. Like the beef just keeps everything. There's no way you're gonna be beefing and be cool with the nigga. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it was just it was just a little lame, man. Um, they put the video on social media. I just don't like that incrim that incriminating hard shit. Right? They on that. Yeah, we. We out here staking. We out here waiting for you. Where you at? If we see you, something gonna happen bad for you. And then the best friend. Right? Can nobody can those register sex uh, sexual predator intimidate nobody? So you gotta deal with you gotta deal with that shit. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like niggas, it's just right. Is nigga it, a sexual predator, bro? I had nothing. Anybody who's convicted on that shit had nothing to say to you. Like period. Man. Niggas shouldn't be out here like that. No way. MTV shouldn't even let him on the premises. He on MTV? Not have VMAs. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So, I don't know. That shit lame. I ain't. This shit lame. I, I was just watching the shit. I was like, man, these niggas really grown and doing this shit still. But like you said, that's the culture we live in. Yeah, Move. Nigga, a sexual predator. Like, period. Moving on. Shout out to Deion Sanders. <clears throat> now, my opinion on this is going to be a, a little work. I will say this. So this is a third game. So they're officially three and zero. Um, they played against, uh, Colorado State. This is actually the school's rivalry team. So this was a big game last year with a losing season. This team got beat by uh Colorado. Colorado beat Colorado State last year as well. So they were predicted to win this game. Um, I think they had almost like a 15, 20 point spread on this game. And in prime fashion, prime foot out the red carpet, bro. Like free concert from Lil Wayne. Tunchi came out there. Uh, the Rock came and did a motivational speech. Master P brought two of his sons. He didn't bring the favorite ones, but he brought two of his sons out there. Don't get upset uh, a lot. Let's see. Oh, uh, Master P brought two of his sons out there. Uh, it was a start. Uh, Pastor E. Dewey Smith praying on the sideline. <laughs> like, it's a star-studded event. Like, bro, I ain't going to lie. One thing I will say about Dion, he makes the party like everybody wanted to. All roads led to Colorado. Like I'm sitting here in Atlanta, like damn, I want to be in Colorado, and I ain't never wished to be in Colorado before. I but, definitely has. <laughs> well, that's kind of you, you know, participate. <laughs> but look, put this shit up, man. Like, well, this is my favorite out of everybody that was there. This who showed up for me. Unless they talking about y'all. Oh, they talk about my mom. Mm -hmm. See, back where I come from, when somebody says something about your mom, mm -hmm. you put one foot back. Mm -hmm. He was ready to get down. He didn't directly say something about my mom. He said how I was raised. The fact that his mama raised him, and my mama didn't raise me right. <laughs> I raised him right. <laughs> 
<laughs> I raised him. <laughs> oh, I'm talking about. <laughs> hey, look. Let me tell you. They getting some of my money over there. You seen that KFC commercial? Nah, I ain't see. I ain't see. Pull, <laughs> pull up that KFC commercial. But so you got all those people, and Dion is so brilliant and so smart. The guy says the coach on the other side said, "My mama raised me to take off my glasses and hoodie when I'm talking to adults." That's what was said. Oh, I got the KFC commercial. Let me go to <laughs> Look at this shit right here. Oh, do you do full screen? Full screen. But that ain't pizza. No, this is KFC's new $20 fill-up box with 12 of KFC's new chicken. Oh, this, hey, man, this, this, this right here for uh, the munchies, bruh. <laughs> Look at mom. Let me get those new KFC chicken nuggets. Pass me that sauce. And biscuits, too? Come on, bruh. Tastes good. Come on, bro. Appreciate you, dog. Appreciate you. <laughs> Look, and I wasn't even talking about that one. They got multiple ones. That's all right. So that, that's so crazy. I ain't even seen I'm that. Get me and my kids. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, baby, come on. I got papa. <laughs> but uh, that's that's a good one. Right? This that's not what you. No, that ain't what I'm talking about. So, but they just show you they get money. But this was even more genius about it. So dude says, my mama raised me when you're adult, when you're talking adults, you take off your shades and your hoodie. Dion, the genius he is, he makes a deal with shades. So he get his own brand of shades and they sell out. In one day, they make like, I don't know how many million. I can't even remember the number. In one day, his shades sell out. He literally has his own brand of shades. Hold on, where, where are you finding these sorts of shades? <laughs> oh my god! That's that's, that's that, that, po- that's that podcast facts shit. Yeah, yeah. If y'all niggas listen to podcast, <laughs> uh, niggas will get on here and be like, "That nigga what got a multi-million dollar." That remind me of Charlamagne getting on his podcast and lying about Beyonce, talking about how she can't eat in public, and they call it the Beyonce rule. And right after he said it, he said, "Nah, I'm lying." But somebody ain't gonna listen to the whole podcast, and they gonna clip this, and this gonna go viral. And sure enough, it went viral. It went viral nigga. <laughs> well, this is real. Hold on, I'm about to pull <laughs> now because I saw him bring glasses to the uh, to to the, to the team. Is that put that on full screen? Give him something. Just give him something. These are the shades. I'm gonna give you these. <laughs> Now that's something the HBCU don't got. The equipment team. <laughs> yeah, they ain't got we, that. we don't got that. We, don't, we ain't never had that. I don't know why boys happy they stayed. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. Look at them. See, them, them the kind of jumpsuits I want right there. You know what I'm saying? Not too fancy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Top bottom matching all the time. <laughs> hey. I'm not gonna say what race what people Man, I'm trying to I'm trying to find it good. Now you don't make me mad. When it's gonna be business, but it's also pleasure. When I say business, uh 
blenders. I do a, a line shade for blenders. This is one of the okay. first lines, so they don't realize they just help me with business. Okay. <laughs> but it's also going to be personal. Okay, so you guys say it's blenders. That's the name of the uh, company. Yeah, blenders. They uh, they ugly now. Okay, that's uh, that's they that's their chant. We uh, all right. I like that. Okay. Sunglass sell for one point two million in one day. That's what it was. Okay, okay. one point two million in one day. The blender shades. Okay, and you can't buy no because I had to, I actually went to go buy some last night. They if you buy them now, you pre order and they won't get here till December. I just mm-hmm. I'm too much of an impulse shopper to wait that long. You know, Dang. so that's why I ain't get them. But these, these, they ugly too. I was just gonna get them for like content sake. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it, we got them, but sixty seven dollars, and I got waited December. I ain't, I don't, I don't want them. <laughs> I don't want them. But he sold one point two million in one day. That's just the type of genius we dealing with. You know what I'm saying? Like the fact that he had the wherewithal to say, "Hey, this guy talked about my glasses on uh on national television." television. I'm not going to stop wearing them. Let's do a deal together and let's make some revenue together. So boom, he makes the revenue. So he done built up all this hype. There's this speech where he's in front of uh, the school. I don't know if you watch it. Just go to uh, Deion Sanders Instagram. That's where the work at. When you go to Deion Sanders Instagram, you'll just see him. He got the whole school out there talking about, it's wet, personal. It's wet, personal. He talked to my mama, so it's wet, personal. So it's hype. This is like, nigga, they about to kill. We beat them last year. We got everybody. Man, them niggas come out playing garbage. I mean, first play of the game. Uh, shit, I don't know. What, I don't know what it was. I don't know if they was. And that's why I say it's it's hard when you when you're a player like Deion Sanders because I'm a Deion Sanders player in life. Meaning, I talk a lot of trash. I don't humbly approach anything I do. I'm normally pro- approaching it in a very confident, arrogant, uh, loud way because I know the work I done put in and I know my ability. I don't get in competitions that I can't win. So if I'm betting against you, I know and I have inside information. There's no, there's been one time where I put my foot in my mouth that when I tried to race a drone, <laughs> like, but I won the first time. <laughs> you remember that shit, nigga? <laughs> I won the first time. Technically, yeah. Technically, I won. Second time I got my ass. But what I'm saying is, I approach shit this way. But when you approach shit this way, if you do not win immediately, niggas immediately stop believing in you. So when Deion Sanders came out there, the first possession of the game, I don't know if they got any highlights up yet. First possession, uh, your boy throw his first interception of the season. Uh, sure do it. He threw his first inter- uh, interception of the season for one. Two, Travis Hunter uh, dropped the ball. He fumbled, and that fumble is how they got a uh, actually got a uh, touchdown. They were just playing bad, and then the first quarter, Travis Hunter get hurt purposely by a white boy. I do want to pull that up. White boy after the play was over, he was out of bounds. White boy hit him. And they still haven't revealed. Pull it up on the screen. They still haven't revealed what happened. Sound fundamentals. Got to look at Sean Lewis, the offensive coordinator. Moment ago, downfield. Incomplete, but a flag down intended for Hunter, who took a shot afterwards. I think he broke a rib or something. 
If you look at how he handled coming to the aid of his number one target there. That was some bullshit. Yeah, look, I'll tell you, as a former safety, that replay, that's that replay. a very dumb play on the part of Henry Blackburn. I understand you may be ground. You, you see number him. 11. You see, he's not even close to catching the football. I mean, he's already got like, gear. Yeah, he just down. went to hit his ass. Yeah. That, was that. that was some movie. You know, that's and when you're in a movie and the coach be like, yeah. take him out. That's dumb football. I understand this is a rivalry and you're hyped up. But you're up. You're up by a touchdown. You guys are playing good football. There are two fouls on the play by the defense. Both fouls will be enforced. Pass interference. Defense number 11. After the play. Personal foul. Unnecessary roughness. Number 15 of the defense. 15-yard penalty. Automatic first out. Then the white boy, I looked up his Twitter. White boy be saying nigga on his page and everything. Like, oh, there you go. He one of those white boys, for real, for real. So, first beginning to have, I'm, I'm going to be real, the game shouldn't have been as close as it was. But it was a true, uh, I streamed it. Shout out to everybody that uh, checked out my my live stream. I live streamed the whole game. Um, it shouldn't have been that close. I'm just going to be real. Like, a lot of fumbles, a lot of, uh, the offense was really concerning. And that was even when Travis Hunter was there. The offense really just couldn't get much off. And so I'm glad they won. They kept their record. But they going against Absolutely. Oregon State. And we're going to see our fair share of the night. Dynamic and explosive. Pletcher coming. Sanders got rid of it. And traffic incomplete and picked. Oh, that wasn't. Okay. That wasn't that bad of a, as, as an interception. He like he tried to get it there. He tried to get it. There. I I thought it was like a flat out bad throw. Nigga ran in and cut. Nah, that that was but that was hustle. That was still hustle. And, and if you watch it, it's just one. The line was getting their ass beat. It was this one boy named um, Kamari Muhammad on the other team. That nigga, bro, I ain't gonna lie. Put this up. Now this might be crazy. Damn, that fumble. So that's a bad fumble. Man, they were just playing shook, bro. I wasn't oh, even see. Yeah, but I already see why Colorado lost, though. I can see. I can see why Colorado State lost, though. I can see. Get them niggas is cocky. <laughs> they did that first that first half they cocky they're like oh we out here we and, we and look it wasn't even the first half bro like you know i didn't know this but uh shadur sanders being trained by uh tom brady i ain't know this so tom while colin kaepernick out here still got down see on that i wouldn't even put <laughs> colin kaepernick over training myself because y'all passed the kneeling well yeah we passed that we passed that <laughs> Uh, but look, this look that Tom that Tom Brady training. I, everybody know how I feel about Tom Brady. I don't love him, but they are twenty. It's twenty eight to twenty. They had a minute and fifty eight uh seconds on the clock. They on the two yard line. He had to march all the way down, not only score but do a two point conversion. He did it. Only Tom Brady training does that for you. Cause we've seen Tom Brady do that a million times. Tom Brady, the one person when you down and 
you ahead and all he got to do is march down to tie the game, he's going to march down to tie the game. That was some real Tom Brady shit. I will say, I seen his training. I ain't never heard him say he's been training about Tom Brady, but when he marched down the field for two minutes, and we talking about marching, like running the ball, passing the ball, like he literally put that game on his back and won. So, and he did it without Travis Hunter. Travis Hunter wasn't even there. Uh, whoever they, uh, his tight end is, the white boy. This is white boy. I think in like number 81, 87, something. That white boy, he was, he was playing. Like, he was doing his thing. Like, the game, bro, the game lasted to 2.30 in the morning. It started at 10. It was over at 2.30 in the morning. Yeah, I heard. I heard. Because uh, niggas on the West Coast was like, uh, they was up to like midnight watching the game and shit. Man, we was up to... We was uh, <laughs> putting the camera on me, <laughs> digging in my nose and shit. Uh, nah, it was it was it, it was a good game, man. I I appreciate. What time that shit start? At ten. And I think it started that late because they had so many major shows broadcasting. I don't know why it started that late. Oh yeah, I feel like. But they had everybody was there. Um, uh, what's it? Stephen A was there. Uh, First take was there. So they had about three to four major shows broadcasting. So I think that's why they had to play the 10 o'clock game. But overall, I'm glad they won. If I'm being real, they played very uh, sloppy on this game. I'm also being real. If they play anywhere near to how they played this game, Oregon State is going to destroy them. And I don't want that. But Oregon State is also the first game where they get to prove, like, they are who they say they are. All these games they've been playing right now, we we like it, we glad, we proud of you. But Oregon State is the first. If he wins Oregon State, I don't think that's a moment. If he wins Oregon State, it sets him up for the momentum for USC. Because that's who they play after Oregon State. And, and USC, I'm excited about that because we know that's Jerry Rice's son. Jerry Rice son versus Deion Sanders son. If you know anything about the Jerry Rice, Deion Sanders duo, they've been doing this for years in the league. So it's a lot of beautiful shit, man. I ain't gonna lie, man. I was, I was excited. Niggas done brought me back to college ball. I ain't watched college ball last in a long time. UGA won yesterday, but yeah, so overall it was a good game. So shout out to Deion Sanders. Uh, big congratulations to the whole Colorado team. Shout out to mama, everybody round of applause for them. Thank y'all. I do want to get out there. I want to get out there. I want to get out to Colorado and just tailgate because they say the average ticket is $500 at a college game. That's crazy. The fact that black people I don't, don't have enough money. I don't know how much college ticket because every time I went to, the only college game I ever been to was UGA game and we got the tickets for free because we went to high school out there. But I don't know how much college tickets supposed to cost, but $500 crazy. That's that's more than a fucking thousand. So, Next up for me, man, speaking of fatherhood, did you watch the uh Kurt Franklin? I thought What's about you on that shit. Oh, you talking about the um the, the tape that came out about fatherhood? Yeah. I think I think that's that some of this one. I dare you. I dare you. Not this one. I dare you. I dare you. Oh, you had to pull it. <laughs> my, my bad. Dog. It's audio. <laughs> I did it. You a dick. 
You a dick. Oh my god, that's now that's the funniest Kurt Franklin ever. I'll break your neck. What's so crazy? I don't. I remember when that shit came out, but now watching this shit because he they haven't talked since then. Yeah, yeah. This is the, this is their first time talking since then. Damn. So for those that want to watch, man, uh, Kurt Franklin recently dropped a mini documentary on the experience of meeting his father for the first time. And um, Kurt Franklin is 53 years old. He's been very public about not having his family. I mean, if you follow him, Kurt Franklin has been transparent about two things, being addicted to porn and not having a daddy. Mm -hmm. Like those are the two things that power all of his inspiration (laughs) and pain. And uh, so uh, apparently his mom's sister died. Somebody died and a close friend of the family was at the funeral and some random dude walked up to her like, yeah, man, I used to, I used to date Deborah, who's Kurt Franklin mama. See, that's why the story just, You know what I'm saying? Now you're getting pissed. There's a girl that sings with me. Her name is Melody. I've been knowing Melody since she was a little girl. Melody calls me one night. She said, Kirk, I got to tell you something. At Melody's church, there was a funeral for a lady who is my biological aunt, Deborah's sister. I didn't go to the funeral because I knew Deborah would be there. I hadn't seen her in over 23 years. And I'm going to pause it. So Deborah is his biological Biological mom. Mm -hmm. So he don't fuck with her. Yeah, he, he, He know her. He don't really fuck with Nah, he don't fuck with him. Funeral, Melody's dad has a good close childhood friend. His name is Rick. Rick says to Melody's family, I dated Deborah when I was a little boy. Pause. Shout out to the editor on this shit too. Well, but you know why I shout out the editor? Because how he started shooting this was not to shoot this. So this is a lot of impromptu mm-hmm. pulling all right, this shit yeah. together. Like a lot of B-roll. Lot of like B-roll. literally he sat him down, did the interview and then he pieced it. I could mm-hmm. based off how he said it happened. So real shout out to him. Cause he told, he told the story, but I want to pause. How? Like, the, because again, we're going to get to the dad part. I told you why I called cap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, randomly comes up. Yeah, he's he's date Deborah. I mean I don't think he ran I I don't think that's how that combo went. I don't think that's I think there was like rumblings, you know. But what rumblings leads you to that? I saw Deborah and my boy here. You know what I'm saying? And come on, bruh. Me we go to a funeral, right? We go to, right. we go to somebody's funeral. You to prove my point. Oh, go. We go to somebody's funeral. Me and you at a funeral. Me and you go to the funeral, right? Boom. No, no. I'm at the funeral. You pop up at the funeral. Yeah. Right? And I ain't then, seen you in a while. You ain't seen me in a while, and you ain't seen Shawty in a while. All right. Right? All right. So you look over and see Shawty like, you know how he's talking. Like, okay, cool. You know what I'm saying? Just, this nigga's talking. Yeah, but not if it's me and you, but you know. And he said when I was a little boy, little boy. Oh, that, that puts perspective. How old was he? Well, I think I think she was a teenage mom when she gave him up. So little boy, I'm thinking 15, 14. Like, you know, I like to still give our black boys boyhood. You know, what I'm saying until they become adults. So 14 to 17, 14 to 17, you're still a little boy. 
But is he more 14 or is he more 17? I don't know if you have to figure it out. Don't figure okay. It out. <laughs> Joe, you see where I'm at. Random moment in time. This cosmic collision of humans having a conversation at a funeral. See, that's the part when you're now trying to make it. At Rick, they're looking at his ears. They're looking at his eyes. Looking at his hands. They're looking at his height. And so the rumor mill kind of starts to happen in the church. Pause. And it gets the ears up. Pause. See, this is why I got to go there and call Cap. Hold on. You can't call Cap yet because we won't get, we'll get to him. We won't get to him. Y'all see the messages on the screen. Oh, yeah. Y'all see the messages. Y'all hear the news. Deborah him. Deborah. He looked like Deborah hears about that there's a man that could be Kirk Franklin's dad. Deborah finds my number, calls, leaves a message. First saved message. If you would like to talk to me about the rumor that is floating around out there, call back. Just remember, as I told you once, I will not lie to you about anything. And this message delete. Resave. Mr. Rick, on his own, he gets a DNA test. Swabs himself, gives those swabs to my good childhood friend Melody, and says, "Hey, everybody's running their mouth. If Kirk wants to know if there's any truth to this or any possibility, <laughs> I can <laughs> Yeah, keep it super <laughs> because Mr. Rick doesn't know. He's just responding to the rumors." Talk with gospel superstar Kirk Franklin and the love. Okay, hold on. Fast forward. Fast forward. Hey, look. Hey, look. Let me just. Hold on. Let me let me do my disclaimer. I do want let everybody know. It's just on this podcast. It ain't no disclaimer. If you want to watch this shit, go to YouTube. Come on. You know, that's not something that I appreciate, but I'm not going to get that's that okay. deep into it. You know, if that's how you want to. Oh, go back. I, I'm going to show. I got to show that part. So, I want to show so the gravity of the relationship. So he's calling his auntie right here. Go back to that. This Hello. is. Sandra. Oh. Who you calling? Aunt Sandra. Thank you. Okay. Hi, Kirk. I can't stand this shit. See that right there. <laughs> Let me know that your sister. <laughs> no, that's not something that I appreciate, but I'm not going to get that's that okay. deep into it. You know, if that's how you want to continue to communicate with me, listen, I need to see you and Deborah. Okay. So see, how do you want me to get back with you? I'm going to. And he ain't seen it. He ain't seen it 20 years. So here's, here's the thing. And I and I get it. I get the adult, uh, the adult. Oh no, nah, you ain't about to disrespect me, right? Mm-hmm. But have you been an auntie? See, that's the thing. Like, you can't get mad about a title if you ain't been the title. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I. But and I'm and I'm being very clear. I'm watching this from the perspective of no understanding, like. I got my mama and my daddy, so I can't, I can't, I'm just being, we, we laughing and we talking, but. Well, yeah, we, we're definitely laughing at how funny the, uh, the, the actions and stuff are, but the realness of it and the brevity of it is 
The man just found his father. And, um, you know, we always talk about this on the podcast before, like how back in those days, like further back you go, the more you can just cover things up without paperwork and, right. you know what I'm saying, everything. And, you know, all right, so we're going to get into it so we can get into it. This is Rick House, y'all. I will. Uh, so, pause. You, 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 pause. You like to say Rick does have a decent house? I, I will say, you know, when the alarm system announces that the door is open. <laughs> That's how I know I ain't, I'm not your daddy because I need you. It's, it's, it, it's a few clues. <laughs> you know, when you, see, when you hear front door open. Yeah. That's extra. Yeah. <laughs> That's extra. I just, Hey, I just want to put that out there. It's a nice house. Look at that door. Andrew. I wouldn't have wore that to meet my son. Mm. <laughs> well, I didn't know it was going to be on camera. See, that, that y'all need to be doing me on the camera now. That nigga, I did not know. <laughs> but look, I wouldn't have wore that to meet my daddy. It is on the super sword. I can't even tell you what I felt, what I was thinking. I wouldn't have wore that to meet my daddy. Nah, I would have worn my, my gangster shit. He had, his, he, he had a bang on his daddy. Real. <laughs> don't play with me. You know, whatever. I still don't know the outcome of this testing because I didn't feel I like how niggas said they start looking at Rick's nose, looking at his ears, his height. In this equation and figuring out your history. So you're saying to me that it never came up that I've always wondered if I was that was not that was not mine. It was never and somebody just looked at you and just looked at you and when you had said that you had never dated and somebody just looked now when Deborah got pregnant were you around kid but it wasn't big news when Deborah got pregnant. I don't I see I didn't I don't remember. Cap. <laughs> Pause. It. You might be right. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> I'm here to laugh, but I'm just laughing because Kurt looking at him like, "Nigga, you lying, Bruh, Come on now. Kurt, First Kurt of said, all, we, so no, so, so she got pregnant. And you didn't hear nothing? He said, I was a kid. That was the first disclaimer that I was scared. Yeah. That's what I heard. Yeah. That's what I heard. I was scared. Come on now. Like, let's just, let's just have a real, we got to put all the context clues together and me being a country nigga from a small town. So you mean a rumor can get out that you might, you dated Deborah, but the rumors didn't come out that like nobody were pregnant and you didn't you weren't part of the lineup. Right. And everybody know Deborah's son turned out alright. So niggas done mentioned something. And Come just on. Looked at you and when you had said that you had Deborah dated. And somebody just looked now when Deborah Now look at the body language on the daddy. Hey, you might be right now. I'm gonna tell you what I'm really right. I'm gonna tell you what I'm really right. I think read the paper. That one, that one gave it away. I see. I didn't. I don't remember. I don't remember. Cause you know, yeah. Cause you know me during that time in such a small neighborhood like Riverside. Excuse me, because Riverside's a little very, very small neighborhood. I don't remember 
that kind of talk or gossip or anything like that. It never occurred to me that at any point in my life with anybody that I've ever been with, that you could have a child with that person or that person or that person. Because I can tell you, had I been aware of any such possibility, I would have pursued the truth about it. Then when I knew that line, nigga, you know what that paper say. Put them glasses on. Pause. (laughs) (laughs) Nigga don't even know how to read DNA test that fast. (laughs) That shit don't say I'm a father. (laughs) <laughs> it, it, it's, at, it's at the top. The percentage be, do be pretty high at the top. Bruh, nah, I done nah. had three. I, you put the percentage at the top. <laughs> I mean two. <laughs> I mean it's a pie. Just jokes. <laughs> Just jokes. <laughs> now look, this is this is what get this is what he blew up his spot for me. Oh yeah, when you do fake crime with no tears, you blow up the spot for me, bro. Like everybody know me, bro. If you're gonna cry, I got to see water. Now, Make if you it wet. Gonna, if you shit wet. gotta be wet. <laughs> if hey. you not gonna, hey, if yeah. I don't see no water, hey, I want my cry like yeah. pussy. Yeah. <laughs> gotta be wet. Gotta be wet. The wetter the better. <laughs> the wetter the better. I'm talking about snot. <laughs> Viola Davis. <laughs> when the snot came out of nose crying, I need all that. I need all that. This nigga covered this face. How those cap? Ain't look. Ain't got, this is the Balenciaga hat. See, I need some. See, this is what I need. This is why I, I pause. <laughs> <laughs> the Balenciaga. Hey, the, hey, bro. Not the Balenciaga. <laughs> the Balenciaga G. So first of all, oh my god. See, this one I can't wait for this podcast to grow to where it's supposed to grow. Where I got intern because I need an intern to go check to make sure his house ain't in foreclosure. Like, I need to see, like, why now? You need to see public records. <laughs> why now? It's, I, just, I ain't gonna lie, bro. I ain't gonna lie. I just find it really hard to believe. I just find it really hard. What, what? I'm gonna tell y'all what I think it is. I'm gonna keep going. I, I, I got my theory of what I think this is. Sorry. It's not your fault. You didn't know. I'm sorry. Hey, 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 didn't know. I didn't, man. He said, and did you know? I, you would have known. And I would have, would have known. He got a good cry voice, though. Pause, 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 pause. So, another thing that blew up the spot for me, if you crying like that, and he's crying because he's, what I'm assuming, empathetic and sorry that he lost all this time. Yeah, you miss out a lot of time. Yeah. As a father, I think you would have. And you might not know his own problems he might have with kids and not having kids or whatever. Right. Right. As a father, I would think you're going to initiate the hug first. Nah, nah. It depends on how uh, emotionally intelligent you are. Because 
just because I just met you doesn't mean that you want to. But I feel like I'm glad you said that. But I feel like everything that he has done shows high level emotional intelligence. Hey, I swab. If you want to know, no, I'm saying that's uh, why. That's why I would initiate the hug. I would let the son initiate the hug. I'll be here, like, cause you you'll see he didn't deny it. Like, well, you'll see. Like he like he's gonna leave. Come here, come here, man. And Kurt like come here. So he turned around. So that's I'm gonna come give you the hug. That kind of blew up the spot. That's a blew up the spot for you. Yeah, that's that. Because you see how Kirk is too, like. He even has to build up to even hug him. So I wouldn't no, initiate the hug. I believe Kirk, everything Kirk is feeling is real. Let me just be real with y'all. I, oh, yeah. I, yeah. I believe everything I don't Kirk. Think, yeah, I don't think Kirk stays this at all. I just don't understand how a son can be gave up by a motherfucker that ain't shit. I'm put on record his mama ain't shit. Mm-hmm. Just straight up. He blows up. She knows it's her son. So she's talking, nigga, that's my son. My son is Kurt Franklin. And all the rumors of, that it don't get back to you know how, no way. Yeah, it it gets back to me, but when do I have a connection to even reach out? Nigga, I've been having my hands this whole time, my nose this whole time, my ears this whole time. The same thing that they looked at? No, no, I'm saying, how am I going to prove it? Like, what's going to be, like, what am I going to come out the woodworks? and Like, right now. If I if somebody was to say they was my son for some years or something, or say they somebody's famous, right? Say I see somebody famous, I see their mom, and I'm like, bitch, come on, she said she took the money and she did it. So what she didn't take the money and do what she was supposed to do, she lied about it, right? Took my money and lied about it. So then I see the baby there. I'm like, damn, that nigga look grown. Could be mine. I don't know if I would just, like, how would I get to Travis Hunter? You know what I'm saying? Call, but I go to Colorado, pull up and say, hey, you know, it's me, Roberto. It's me, <laughs> Roberto. <laughs> Roberto. You know? Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think that, like, the closest I could do is, okay, I knew Shorty. Shorty's sister died in my area. I might be able to, you know, go in, you know, try to. But I, it, it, it's, it's like a lot to, because also, too, do I come to you and make it seem like I'm trying to get something from you? Do I come to you in the middle of your ascension? Do I come to you in the middle of your, when you coming out to your porn shit? Like, he's been, Kirk is not just a regular dude either. Like, Kirk been through a lot of shit too. So that's what I'm trying to when say. Do, like, when do I come out to, you know what I'm saying? I think, he, I think the father did as much as he could do at the time. Like for real. Just, especially if I don't want nothing from you. If I don't want nothing from you, but just the relationship then maybe I gotta, I have to build up the time as well. You know what I'm saying? Because I want to be 100% sure, too. I don't want to just reach out and, oh, it's not, and now we got to go through all, like, nah, you know, let's, let's, let's do it subtly. You know, the daddy don't look like he need anything. Like you said, we got to do some research. <laughs> he might be going through a divorce. A lot, but I want to hug you. Please forgive me if it's not the best hug. No, just Carol, you about to swing on his ass. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but this ain't nah. the best part, though. This ain't the best part. We don't get to it. Yeah, we gonna so, get so, so keep going. Get to if you did part. to the crates, though, I told y'all the best scenario would be for me with if a little kid knocked on the door at 10 and my mama ain't here, but you my daddy. I changed my mind. This is the best scenario. <laughs> If they was older like Kurt, like a whole famous motherfucker. 
Best scenario. That nigga just wanted to father jackpot. Both of y'all are the age of y'all life where y'all can do nothing but just enjoy each other. Talk about what y'all did right, wrong, and just live the best experiences. This right here, nigga, me and my daddy going to daddy son dances that they got them. Like, like. Probability of return. Okay, so now at this point in time, he don't put up on. On Sandra. Nah, I, I I think you gotta pull up to the actual when he first pull up. I think that you gotta show the energy of that meeting from the beginning. Terminate my reaction. Look at my engagement because again, you ain't seen this it in twenty three years. You ain't seen it, mama, twenty three years. So super I source, was super intentional. Try to keep that YouTube cap right. Commentary, this commentary. Yeah. Did she sign the paper? I ain't signed shit yet. Come on. You have to sign this paper. My engagement. So that's that. That's that. But we we talking over because you know commentary YouTube. But uh, I want y'all to hear because I be talked over. Get your ass out. Did she sign the paper? I ain't. That get your ass out. See, that's that. We really ain't taking your hurt serious. Like, we ain't talked to you in 23 years, so don't try to play it off on some, like, we cool. Like, bro, we ain't cool like that. We ain't cool like that. So the only, get your ass out. I ain't signing shit. Yeah, come on. You have to sign the paper. I will, on the inside. No, sign it right now, Auntie Sandra, please. Oh, okay, you call. Did Deborah sign? She's not here yet. Oh. Yeah. She's on her way. Okay, well, if you don't mind, I'm going to stay in here until she comes. Okay. Yes, ma'am. And then Mama Lake. Thank you, man. Uh-huh. Thank you. And I already have anxiety because I'm being treated like a 10-year-old little boy. And I'm 53. But I feel like I'm a 10-year-old boy. Like I feel the nervousness like a 10-year-old little boy. And, and that shit real. I, well, I want to pause it there, too, because that's also like... <clears throat> we don't be talking about that enough, too. Like, you know, we hear, especially during the gender war shit, men, black men... Black women, we hear all this shit, right? But truth be told, everybody is going through childhood traumas, right? Yeah. And if you look at your man, especially if you're dealing with a grown man, 35 plus, we all still have childhood traumas. You can see it as soon as the lady said, get your ass out of the car. That big, boisterous Kurt Franklin that we used to see, I just saw him become a boy. He was, look, yeah. just, just please, just please sign this. Just, this. You know what I'm saying? The fact that he called her Aunt Sandra, like, he he retreated yeah, he, to that. He, he went down to that. So it's like, but you also don't realize that is Kirk Franklin. You hear what I'm saying? It's supposed to be all these accolades. It's supposed to be, quote, unquote, uh, a strong black man, as you will, right? Yeah. In Christ and everything. And he's dealing with childhood traumas. So then how do you respond to that, right? right. How do you respond to your man to your man when he comes and tells you, I'm 53, but I feel like a 10-year-old? Talking to my aunties and my, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, it's, and, it's a real and thing. Which I do commend this because that's a le- whole level of transparency. It's hard to get to your partner. He gave it to the world. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? This well, level- I, I think it's easier to give it to the world than the partner. Truthfully. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For a black man. Yeah. <sighs> that's crazy. Come on, Kirk got that thigh with him, though. <laughs> I, I didn't want to say his mom be on some bullshit. Well, I got security at my mama. Well, he brought it to the daddy house. Too. I was thinking about that too. I was like, that boy let get his security everywhere with him. Like, <laughs> well, that's a little nigga too. <laughs> and 
nigga. The pattern. That nigga smiled at Jermaine Dupree. It's a very difficult pattern yeah. to, to try to rewrite. Jermaine Dupree at least got some weight. Those in the struggle that are trying to rewrite it. Kirk got muscle, though. <laughs> Kirk. But when you have systemic well, break issues, your motherfucking neck. sometimes encompass those that are trying to rewrite and rework, it can make the battle more difficult. If I want you to know, and I want Jay's to fresh, you know, boy. that you not knowing how to love ain't me not knowing how to love. Can you believe that? And positive too. We talked about this on the pod. I got dig through the crates. We talked about mother wounds. Mm-hmm. How they say, uh, we always we kind of joke sometimes with like a woman who doesn't know their father. So that can bring up a lot of stuff and everything. But men go through what they call mother wounds. Mm-hmm. And this is a clear example. If you are dealing with a woman who wasn't loved and doesn't know how to love, it put, gets put on the on the child, especially when it's the son, because when you are a man, you're you're responsible for so much, right? Mm-hmm. So now you're telling me I don't know how to love, and I got to love a wife and more kids, and I, that I'm not trying to leave like my dad or like my mother. It's a real thing, you know what I'm saying? But we don't we don't hear that. In the gender war thing, we just hear about how oh you're a single mom and you strong, right? That single mama could fuck you up, and it does you a know lot. What I'm saying? It does a lot. I have fought my whole life. I don't want to fully love my wife. I don't want to fully love people. I, I love to fear. Hold on, positive too. I do want. They said it earlier. Um, she told him that his real father died. Mm. She introduced him to a man that was a father, but he was yes, he, uh, yeah. We we did skip that part, yeah. And uh, and he said he met him on his dying bed, yeah. And he told him how I've I've created, I've won Grammys, I've done all this in the world, but I've been the most insecure man in the room because I didn't know my father. And he said the man looked at him and said, "I I, I understand you, I understand how you feel." He said that's all you give me, and he said I had to live with that and it was completely un but his mom told him mm-hmm. that this man was his father because his mom's out here who want to manipulate that story to make themselves for them look good make them look good or even make themselves feel better uh tabitha brown i, I just seen a clip she talks about when you lie or when you want to feel better you create these stories and you live in these stories until you get held accountable and once you get held accountable do you want to put that story to bed or do you want to keep the lie going and say well no nah, i'm gonna lie to myself and say this was the father and i w- had to do what i had to do as a mother and perpetuate like oh well, i was at least there no nah, you wasn't you was fucked up and all of this is fucked up right what's the true story so right i love doing performance i always wanted people to like me because i was always wanting to be accepted by understandably the two people that i wanted to love me the most my mom and my daddy mm-hmm. And this rich situation has it has shaken my life forever. How in the hell in this small neighborhood does everybody know everybody but this one little baby got dropped? This one girl is pregnant. She said, this boy's the daddy. He wasn't there. This other one is the daddy. He didn't know. But the baby gets dropped. How does that happen? Probability of fraternity. Yes, ma'am. 100%. How is that possible? It's not. Baby, I can swear on my dead mother's grave 
Rick Hubbard is not your father. Jesus I don't Christ. know what happened, how this paternity test came back 99.95%. Now, she said how the niggas tell <laughs> during paternity court, like, huh? That's my baby? <laughs> <laughs> and but I really would like to get to the bottom of it. There's so many voices out there, right? Okay, so we have so this ain't the <laughs> so what's crazy for whatever reason they haven't talked in 20 years. I can't remember what the falling out was. Mm -hmm. They never talk about it, but maybe it was the man. That maybe when she told him, yo, this your daddy, right? Then you're going to tell me this my daddy when he die? It could be that. It could <clears> be a mixture of um, me coming into fatherhood. And, you know, sometimes family, you can choose family. The blood just makes you family, right? Yeah. So he probably had to cut her off to love his wife. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, Some, something happened because we're going to see to the next part is he brings... His son, he reconciles with his son. Whoever well, talked no, to the next part, the mom asked for another test. Well, yeah, yeah, but I'm just trying to figure out why he obviously will want his kids to know yeah, where he's know. from, and he didn't care about his son knowing her. No, he, he did. He, they, they knew her. What I'm saying is, you don't gotta be, you ain't gotta fuck with her. She gave you up. Like yeah. fuck that lady. Like hell, if this didn't happen, he probably still wouldn't talk to her. Right? You know what I'm saying? You gave me up. Fuck you. I need I'm, just to, my life. I'm just trying to understand why she just like, I know I'm about to really lose him after this. I, I think I think it's hard for you to understand because how you, close you and your family are. You just can imagine motherfuckers just not fucking with family. Just not. No, I get I get that. But what I'm trying to say is I'm trying to figure out what happened to make the 20 year gap. Where nothing has to happen. You can just realize. like uh -huh. you, can, you can just be in yourself and be like, this motherfucker is treating me like shit. Like it's like a breakup. It's like when you, you know, you people break up. I get before that. You break I, up. I get it. That's not too hard to fathom. I'm just, I'm, I'm also looking at the country. All right, but you did meet the man at the funeral, and like, did she do that? Like, that's that's well, all the stuff. I'm just. She she met the man at the funeral, but her his his choir uh, person. No, no, I'm talking about not that funeral. Like you, your, the dad that you buried. Like, oh, yeah. how did that even? Oh, well, like, she's a hoe. She got a lot of bitches, a lot of niggas that she could point to. Yeah, and that was the nigga that she wanted because Rick probably also had some other shit going on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't going to say no names, but there's situations out there where, like, I have friends who thought they had kids and wasn't their kids. And you find out who the kid daddy really is. And the daddy got a whole other family somewhere else. That kid yeah. will never grow up with that father until they grow up to do some shit like this. And then the daddy going to try to act right. <laughs> like he said, oh, I didn't know. Or, they didn't tell me or. Right. Nah, you might have heard some inklings, but you also made it convenient to not do it. And then maybe over the time, Rick probably wasn't fucking like maybe he probably came. And, and back in the day, women used to be they they would blame another nigga for the baby. Yeah, it was easy. Yeah. Mama's baby, papa's maybe. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So and it's not like Kirk needed anything. See, that's the blessing that Kirk did have. He didn't need anything from his dad outside of knowing. Yeah. See, sometimes you might need a life insurance policy. You know what I'm saying? Like some things to pass down it wasn't that so it's just and i think he's married so i think his wife was like look the house because like, the house didn't look shabby i don't think i think the christian in him Friend, the alarm said front door no, no i'm talking about the mama and the, and the auntie like oh that was I, auntie huh? yeah that's no, I'm saying, that's auntie house but i'm saying i think the christian and kurt would still break him off a little he's not probably breaking him off 
but broke him off a little. And I think the mom, I mean, the wife is like, nah, that shit ain't healthy. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? For you and whoever else. So they do a second test. Mm-hmm. And Rick showed with his old lady. He don't see <laughs> Hey, look. Real life. I like, I like, I like. Like, you you gotta, ain't going by yourself. I like you got to act like you've been here before. <laughs> you can't Your fan son. out over your son yet. <laughs> yeah. How you doing, son? How you good, doing? To, good to see you, good buddy. You know? Man, that nigga, it's the studio. <laughs> that nigga was in the car when he left. Ring! <laughs> <laughs> I Ring! <smile. laughs> then my son made this. Look, and look, the mama not even looking at him wow. in the eyes. The mama not even looking at Rick. Or the other woman. Yeah, don't talk to this. Oh, I want to hear this. And begging for food and at the pawn shop, pawn and Gertrude's lawnmower, just to get some food. Taking carry on down to the child support office by myself. I'm behind on my child support, and he's got to go with the crane, got no babies. Yeah, let that breathe, boy. Shout out to them fathers behind on that child support. Got your baby in your arms. You looking at that nigga like, who? To my him? I owe for him? <laughs> you know, you've been with me <laughs> all week, right? Like, ain't no okay. <laughs> they like, they like. We do not care. That's my story. This I cannot accept because this is not true, and I apologize from the bottom of my heart. On this, you ain't got one. I need to hear you. I need to hear you clearly. The little Kirk, the little boy Kirk. Hey, Paul. Uh, I ain't gonna lie. We all don't heard that, but we hear it from a different angle. When she's like, just tell me. <laughs> just tell me. No. I, and I'm I don't know hey. why this test is 100%, <laughs> but that is not my I, baby. I ain't gonna lie. The mama, I felt on that one. Yeah. I mean, listen. At that point, you just gotta commit. If it, 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 I, it, it, at this point, I knew the mama was a cold stone hoe. Cold stone. Because, <laughs> like, bro, only a hoe or a pimp could be that cold with that much evidence in your face. She said. Like, nigga, we got you on camera. Look, look first one, I don't know. I want to get blind. Let me get another one. <laughs> so she got the second one. <laughs> See, the first one, she was very compassionate. And, oh, I'm listening. I'm reading. She, she, she would start laughing. <laughs> A hundred percent. It's no way. <laughs> this got to be a joke. I need another one. That's what I do. <laughs> Let me get the second. This ain't true. Shout out shit, man. <laughs> and then this man is begging. He's like the little boy needs this. And let's listen. Are you saying that you can't? The results of these two tests. That's what I need to hear. Yes. My denial is that going to put a wedge between you and I? Yes. Yes. Okay. yes. See that right there? If you can't give me this, no hug, no word of encouragement, no joke, no joke. Nothing 
<laughs> auntie, like, don't fuck with this. <laughs> See, auntie snitched on you right there. <laughs> God, I'm going to be real with y'all. If anybody know, a sister know. See, oh, yeah. being a man that grew up in a house with all women, I grew up with four sisters. I understand the psychology of sister connection. This is the reason why I know Jay-Z. I you can't tell me you didn't. That scene, fuck that. It's the reason I know Jay-Z. It's the reason I know Jay-Z. It's the reason I know. That the Umar. You know, Umar, he repeated everything three times. Because you did not listen to that movie. You did not. If you ever watch this shit, he says everything, everything three times. times. Like that's his psychology. But but what I'm saying is when yeah. that girl jumped on him in the elevator and uh-huh. Beyonce didn't do nothing, come on, man. Only a sister know. Mm-hmm. And then that was the sister. I don't know how many sisters she got, but if you still that's, rocking with this old age. That's the sister that got his number. That's just he got his so that's just that at least have tried to do something. Yeah. I can't help my sister ain't shit. Mm-hmm. But I can try to do to, something for my nephew. And for my name. That's why you gotta call me auntie. Mm-hmm. I text you the family events. I've checked on you. I mm-hmm. said congratulations. Like I'm tr- I can't help my sister ain't shit. You ask me about my sister, I can't and I ain't gonna go against my sister because I I'm also old school and that's that's my sister. Mm-hmm. And you a child. Although you grown, still you my nephew. Place. You my nephew, you know what I'm saying? But right here, it's like, all right, so the gig's up. <laughs> like, he's just, he's just I look, 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 I kind of already knew. <laughs> but now we got two tests that say 100%. He, he did. Look, we, we talked about this on the way over here. Like, girl. Nah, this What's, What you going to do with the test become 100%? It ain't going to be. It ain't going to be. <laughs> the DNA. <laughs> the DNA. <laughs> Man, I ain't gonna lie. My mom only first sent me this shit and I watched it. You know, I ain't laughed that much during the first part. Like the first first up until this part I was watching, I was like, ah, you know, I saw some funny shit, but I ain't really laughing. But when she said the DNA, the DNA, I died laughing. I ain't gonna lie. No joke, nothing can substitute. Oh my god. What I deserve. We saw a curve friend, so you gotta laugh through the pain. What I miss. You just wants the truth. The DNA. I ain't gonna lie, right there, look. Let me tell y'all, if you ever get locked up with somebody and they look at you and start talking, <laughs> they about to tell. <laughs> they tell it. Cause old girl ain't telling shit. The mama ain't snitching at all. Yes, I need my mama. Uh, and I need my son too. Look, there you go. Hey, you better get cut off, no baby. Thing dry. <laughs> you better get cut off, baby. No, no thing dry. If my mama watches this, I want her to know. And I can't help you. You can. All you gotta do is tell the truth. You can. Why you wanna fuck with Rick? What's so wrong about Rick? But <laughs> Rick was that lame of a digging like. Rick was laughing here. I could tell how you was sitting on that couch. <laughs> nah, hell no. Nah. It could be any other nigga but Rick. <laughs> Not lame. To my lame man, Rick. <laughs> and Rick came from money. His mama said, you ain't but for that girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
They sent that big girl on her way. They sent Rick out to school. I bet you that nigga went to school. <laughs> I bet that nigga went out to school somewhere. I bet. Look, bro, if I had the time and energy, bro, I'd research this shit for real for Frank. <laughs> I like, nigga, I get a, I get a bottle of this shit. Like, Kurt, I'm going to tell you, you're lying. So much ahead of you. I ain't gonna lie though, but she knows she can't have it. Cause even if she, even if she told the truth, it was over with anyway. So I reached out to him because first of all, now this, now this was the realest part of the whole shit to me. Like I, this, this is really, where I was, I was thankful for Kurt Frank. Yeah, because we've seen the relationship between him, him and his son. We played the audio. Yeah, we played. A, it was a drop. Yeah, it was a drop for them. <laughs> it was drop for like you gotta just a. Uh, ungrateful ass son i can imagine how hard that is you being this engaged father with money that can give your son anything and this negro don't want nothing to do with you and you looking for your father still well, well not just that he said it this was the son that i went to the child support before i was even kirk anything when i was broke as fuck he was the one in the trenches with me he was the one i'm carrying him with me to the child support office you know what i'm saying like of course you love that boy. So like, yeah, I'm gonna break your neck, nigga. Like, you talking to me crazy? Like, you disrespecting me? You I was just trying to figure out, like, how can somebody live times that hard be so soft? You talking about your son? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> damn! Nah, he don't. When you a baby, you don't know them time. Yeah, you had to come up. You gotta like, live knowing. Yeah, 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 you had to be in the trenches, in the trenches. Yeah, in middle school. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly, but I get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I know this to me made me very respect Kurt Franklin. Fuck all that, bro. I need you to know yeah. him. I need you to know where I'm from. You know what I'm saying? We both learning together. I appreciated that. Yeah. I, I didn't appreciate these uh, tight ass pants, though. <laughs> Kurt got it. What do you want to say? I want you to be cold. Just get the can you just tell me what, what I'm going to let you come to? I don't have Kurt to go nowhere without that security either. Even on your son. Nigga didn't visit his mom, dad, and son. Stay strapped. Nigga, I don't fuck with none of y'all. Hey, I want to get to know y'all. <laughs> but until I know y'all. He got to be here. Come with me, big boy. Damn, Damn they ain't speaking two years. That nigga did two seasons of uh, Bad Boys. Know about what I'm about to share with you. It already hurts, and I don't even know what it is. Every text message I've sent you hasn't been responded to. Well, I know we got a lot of other things that we have to deal with and address, but I have something that I think that when you find this out, it's going to be, it's going to be life changing. He's son talking like little Richard. So, <laughs> I don't know. So is bisexual. How much you know? And that takes his woods, you know. Not to just make assumptions. That A wood? All the details and nuances. There's got to be some shit, too, to find out that you got a granddaddy. You know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah. And I think for him, he back. 
Yeah. He said he said his daddy ain't responding. So he obviously been trying to reach out to Kurt Franklin. So this is a, a whole bunch of that. I don't like get my dad back. I get a granted. Now I can get off the TV show. Oh, I don't know if I'm gonna go with that Zeus money. That, that Zeus money pretty good for a while. That was nice, man. That was nice, man. That was nice. Hey, man, we're going to do a screening of that for Father's Day. <laughs> we're going to have to. We're going to have to. But no, that was, that was good, though. I get it. I get it. Like, I'm glad that uh, he was mature enough to um, to do that because that's how parent-children relationships always don't have to go. You know what I'm saying? No matter how old your kid is, you're going to have to uh, be the one to step out there first. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I strongly believe that. Like, yeah. Because they're adults, you might be able to do some of the stuff like Kurt did where it's like, yeah, I ain't going to respond right now. You know, you got to figure that shit out. I'm a, but as far as, like, who's going to be the one to take that first step right. and be open, it's got to be the parent. So, shout out to Kurt. That was, that was, that was big. That was big. That was big. That Man. Was big. You know, I just hope they public with their friend. Uh, I just want to see. Yeah. I want... I want to see the them their experiences. I want to see them hanging I, I, out. I, wanna... I, I do wonder is this going to influence Bad Boy season three? I do wonder if he's gonna come back. Just carry on. He's 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 a uh, definitely original cast. Man. Nigga, I don't even know what that show is. <laughs> like, he's talking about nigga on Zeus Bad Boy. He's like the bad boy. You know what I'm saying? What's the premise of the show? So the premise of the show is basically. It's a group of dudes, right? And they're bad boys. Like, to be a bad boy. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't even keep a straight face. (laughs) Joe, you hear this shit. You hear this shit, Joe. They bad boys, man. You know, to to, to be a bad boy. Matter of fact, this is some of his beef you got going on right now. Full screen. Oh shit! 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 Yo, what? Hey, I want my watch money. Watch out! 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 Watch out, bro! 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 Yeah, so he's on the show. He's a bad boy. That's relationship TV, man. <laughs> That's straight up. So what they do, they go to... Di- so really the premise is... I'm, I'm being funny, but the premise is kind of funny because they put guys in the house. Uh, like gay. Real, like real world. Like real world, but they're gay niggas and straight niggas. Like legit gay niggas and legit straight niggas. Matter of fact, this season, uh, that's where we got the clip from Raz B. Orlando Brown, where he was like, on oh, blood. Yeah. So they just be in the room, be in the house and turning up and shit, you know, getting money because they bad boys. That's what that's what they say. Yeah. Um, <laughs> congratulations, Kurt Franklin, man. 
glad to see the family is together. That's what we want, family together. Um, and again, man, forever we 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 laugh at the pain. Um, but I am excited to see that he got his father. Like, you know, it let me know. It was a clip. It was this comedian clip. He was talking about how he had the perfect story. He said, man, I grew up with a single mom in the hood. I grew up poor. We ain't have shit. He said, man, I grew up the perfect success story. And then my stepdaddy came in my life and loved me to mediocrity. <laughs> he said, you can't tap into that pain when you loved. <laughs> hey, see, go, hit, hey, look. go back to the screen. It will happen when you don't get no love. You be a bad boy like this. Turn it up. Yeah. What the fuck is that? Yeah, yeah. That's a bad boy. Is you mad boy, bitch? That's a bad boy. Is a bad boy, bitch? That's a bad boy. Is you mad boy, bitch? That's a bad boy. Turn it I'm rich, like super rich, exaggerated. These niggas won't. I was trying to get to uh, phrases first. I'm here for all the tea. Yeah, I'm fascinated. But run up on me, that'll get you vaccinated. My coup stay decapitated. Played yourself, you a bad boy is you mad boy bitch that's a bad boy get a bad boy bitch that's a bad boy is you mad boy that's a bad boy get a bad boy that's Kurt Frankenstein nah he's coming up oh, that, was, that was the one that was the one that he was fucking with in the house yeah it looks just awesome for me <laughs> what's there yeah, uh, I mean, what's yeah. so crazy is uh, that's he came out on the show like he, you know, came out on the show was like, hey, I'm bisexual. <laughs> so I think that had something to do with that two year gap as well because he's been doing this shit for about two years. Okay, well, they back man. Uh, as they putting their family together. Uh, unfortunately, Young Jeezy has uh filed for divorce. <laughs> Yeah, for real. His family is uh coming apart. Young Jeezy uh filed a divorce from Jenny Ma, Jenny May, Jenny Me, Jenny. Mm. Um, I don't think I haven't I haven't looked into it. I just seen it was just tabloid everybody was talking about. But yeah, they got a divorce, man. So that's interesting. Um, yeah, I'll be I'll be interested to hear uh why yeah why he did it because. Everything about his music, lifestyle, how he moving has reflected this is the direction I'm going in, a family and shit. So this is kind of surprising, you know. I don't know, much, but I've spent some time with him. And I mean, listen, all, a bunch of families is breaking up. Yeah, I, uh, I, uh, I don't know, man. I was... I now seen people say Young Jeezy, uh, Young Jeezy, uh, he down Gucci up. Yeah, yeah, Gucci up, Gucci up. Gucci still with his wife. He's still with his wife. Yeah, Gucci got one of them tr- wife is in the trenches though. Like the, the wife that did the killer Mike. Yeah, I mean, invest your it, money when you in jail. Th- yeah, that's that's the that's the hack for that because you know you dealing with like a quote unquote celebrity. That celebrity shit. You know what I'm saying? And Jenny, like I never seen that shit together. Like nigga, that's a hard. When you with a shouter, 
and y'all really gonna be together like let's just have a real conversation we've all dated women but like when you start dating to the point where i'm gonna make your life my life and you gonna come in my life like do we really miss hey jeez you don't want to be around that shit she around all day that's what i'm saying like did you really know it's hollywood shit yeah like like come on bro and i and i get it i know a lot of these rappers most rappers if they gonna be honest are trying to do the jay-z where you transform yourself from a rapper to a businessman or a respected person in society. The difference is Jay-Z didn't transform to that. He was that from the beginning, in my opinion. I think Jay-Z always been someone that understood and liked being around those circles and white people and studied that. Like, you don't, that ain't something you just, wake up, start watching YouTube and reading books and, oh yeah, I want to be in this life. I think that's who Jay-Z was. You know what I'm saying? But I got a whole bunch of biases towards what I think Jay-Z is. Um, so I think he was trying to do that. Even if you look at his song the, uh, on his latest album, he got the song Street Cred. And he was like, right, fuck all this. I ain't, what I need Street Cred for? Man? I, can't, I can't pay my bills with that. I can't take care of my family with that. Jeezy was leaving outside of the street shit, going to the family shit. So to see him file a divorce, you know, it's surprising to a lot of people. I did, and then they were like, Jenny Ma just uh dropped this video. You see the video with him and his daughter, her and his daughter, and she was praying, and she the girl praying for the food, and she was like, and pray for daddy, and pray for like, I'm like, damn, shout about and you see it coming. Oh yeah, they they, they said that. uh he filed, so that's what I'm saying. Probably, and and I'm gonna be real. With, I'm gonna be real with shouters. You be broke up with before you be broke up with. Well, I think it's all relationships. I think all nah, relationships. Nah, I, the end be like whoever gets broke up with. You got broke up with before the person came and told. But you. what I'm saying is, men's happen way before we execute on it. Like before we even show it. At least it ain't too many times we've been broke up with by a woman and we ain't see it coming. That's all I'm saying. Oh, okay. Okay. All okay. I'm saying is, okay. you know you about to get broke up with. You either need to stay there because, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, or you're going to let it happen. You know what I'm saying? Because you want to collect unemployment. <laughs> like, <laughs> y'all know. <laughs> like, you got to fire me. <laughs> but, like, uh, with a man, they don't see it coming. Because we don't want the headache of exiting. Which well, you know, you have to exit the right way because nine times out of ten, if a man presents the divorce or the man presents the breakup, we also have to take the loss, right? So, okay. we come to you and we break up with you, then we know alimony, child support, if his kids involved, or vice versa. Say there's no kids, we're not married enough to say we're yeah. just boyfriend, girlfriend, and we've acquired property together, right? If I come break up with you, then I'm assume there's going to be some gray areas on some of that acquired property that I'm going to just. We bought the TV together. It's your TV. Fuck it. Unless I came in with it or I bought it out my own money and I and we know. But if it was like some but, kind of compound but, but one shit. thing about a man, when he want to leave, he's gone. Oh, yeah. Bro, I... Jeff Bezos showed us that. Nigga, I, what, what did I... Uh, <clears throat> what did I see? I seen a clip and a nigga talking about how his dad left his mom and said when he left, he left his stuff too. Like, he just left. His mom kept the stuff in the house for like a year thinking the dad was coming back. Nigga never came back. Yeah. Nigga told the family, "Hey, I gotta go." Like yeah. when 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 a man gone, he gone. 
Like, put, put your mom on the phone. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> I ain't coming back. I ain't coming back. I ain't coming back. Like, so funny. when a man go, a man is gone. I ain't gonna lie. Like, it's, <laughs> it's over with. Uh, you probably can do the work to kind of, you know, get your woman back. But even that, <clears throat> I think when people gone, they gonna appear. But men, they don't talk about it. They just get their affairs in order. At least, cause Charlotte was just posting about that shit, but you never know. That's that, that's that internet. And that's the internet, bro. The internet got everybody positioning in, instead of really living. You know what I'm saying? We always propping up what we want people to see versus what it really is. Hey, I, I, remember, I remember I was in a relationship. Charlotte had somewhat pride. If I wanted us to be good, I, mean, I just put us on live. Or I put us in front of other couples and she would act. I mean, we talked about earlier in the pod. Do you want to really address the situation or do you want to keep lying and be a part of the story? And I think that's what social media does. That's where we are in society. That's just because it's easy too. Yeah. It's also easy. Like the story includes happy moments as well. Like the story ain't just a bad book. Right. You know what I'm saying? The story does have happy moments, but it's those moments where you realize, damn, this is just a story. This is just a book. Right. And then do you want to hold yourself accountable? You know, but if not, you me looking like this nigga right here. I wonder if West Ham got um uh, prenups and all of that. I wonder if they sign Jeezy then. Hell yeah. <clears throat> you sure? No, I ain't sure. I ain't sure either. But I, I would put money on it. Right? I'll put money on it. Now, now it make me want to read his book. <laughs> he ain't gonna talk about it in the book. No, I'm saying it made me want to read his book now. Let's see. <laughs> My favorite movie, bro. Like, look at this nigga face. So I'm about to make a decision. <laughs> With a pussy that good, or with his wife that trash? Nah, pussy was that good. Yeah, man. give me Holly Court, uh, five five three seven seven. That when you had to call the operator. Hello, it's Daddy. Hey, darling, put mommy on the phone. He said that's a dog. Yeah, Barbara, it's Richie. Yeah, look, it, I ain't never coming home no more. Take it easy. Well, you know the pussy good right here. I think I'm falling in love with you. <laughs> yeah, that tear came down his eye. Think I had to wipe that tear, boy. How you know that shit was good? <laughs> but uh, we'll focus the next one though. Speaking of uh, families breaking up, you, did you did you hear these bars right here? This is Remy Ma's uh, rap battle okay. series. The nigga that the nigga that's uh, rapping is Geechee Guy. The nigga that he's rapping against. It's easy to block Captain. And if you listen to the word scheme, he's talking about the situation.
When you ain't feeling good, he put you back in the best mood. Yeah. Yeah, he ain't knocked you out, but you can damn keep seeing you get stepped to. By some nigga he socked out and stood over like a step stool. Oh. If you think he didn't love me, he would put up with all of this shit. Yo, Papoos. Yes, sir. That's how you talk to your bitch. Oh. So basically, the rumor was that was the nigga that Remy was cheating on Papoose with this easy to block captain nigga yeah. that's right here. So the nigga that he rapping against turned the whole battle to Remy and just went in on Remy like this the nigga that you was you know fucking on Papoose on nigga that Papoose knocked out. You know, rumor is it true or not? We don't know, but everybody said look at Remy's face. They said the face. <laughs> Told you everything. That nigga said, "Yes, sir." Yeah, Papoose wasn't there. Oh, yeah. it came out that he wasn't really there. But oh. that, you know, how, you know how the battle rap nigga. Yeah, that shit. That shit. That was. I'm about to say, oh shit. And, and you know, Papoose wasn't there because you're not finna say, "Oh, that's how you talk to your bitch." Yeah. Like, hey, hey, I can call her a bitch. <laughs> you yeah, can't you can call her. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. So that's just a little rumor. That was. That was. That was pretty funny. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie to that. You said that shit up like that nigga was there for real. <laughs> See, if, now if I'm Pat Poo, now I got to come check. Yeah. <laughs> now yeah, I'm, I'm like, yeah. come on, bro. Well, one thing, battle rap has gotten the same um, brevity that comedy has. So nowadays, it's like. And that's why I don't like it. It's like, no. Well, I, don't, I ain't going to get into that conversation again, yeah. but that's why I don't like it. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I don't like it. Like, Well, com- I, think, I think it had to become that so niggas would stop getting knocked out and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Because like. But now, like. It, y'all sense are not that worthy shit, and it's always click like it's, it's you know it ain't even battle rap to me. It's 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 murder rap. You know it's I mean how many way how, how creatively can I talk about killing you and your crew? That's all like battle like, cause, and I like the shit. You know sometimes people do it right in another cut, in another cut, in another cut. It's like I'm trying to put the seat. You know yeah, what I'm, like this, I'm trying to put my seatbelt on and it won't buckle up. Yeah, like that, was killing that, that shit like that is creative. But like all the other shit, like I, I the, like I like the ones where they be like, I see you smoking that coke, boy. And I like what they, yeah, like your mama on that dope, boy. Now, now the, nigga, the nigga that popped it off for me that really what I seen the game change from being poster boy and gin battle rap mm-hmm. to was murder mook. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Murder Mook was the first one where I'm like, okay, yeah. And then you like, oh, I come in the house. I pan, pan down like a Rambo. I kick in the dough and I kick your kids and kill the fishes. Like, then you like, I'm like, wow. <laughs> like, wow. Nigga, and then niggas start talking about fucking kids. I was like, yeah, I don't like this. Oh, nigga, I was just, listen, I was just about to play a play. I see the crystal rain. But if you violated my daughter anyway, I'm going to pop on you. You disrespect my baby moms, I'm dropping you. You told T-Rex you're going to knock him out if he disrespect your baby mama or your daughter, nigga. Man, I'll fuck your baby mama in front of your daughter, nigga. Like that, it be that shit. See, that one, when they get to that, y'all entertained by this? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, that's, that's, see, but again, I don't even like hanging around niggas that if y'all don't been around me, y'all ain't never seen me be around niggas that, you know, you ever seen homeboy where they be talking crazy, almost like Joe and Queen, they're like, man, yeah. fuck nigga, yeah, shut yeah, the yeah. fuck up nigga, like, bitch, bruh, yeah. that bitch, that yeah. nigga, see the reason I don't talk like that, because when I start talking like that nigga, that's, that's my warning shots nigga. 
like when I start talking about a whole bunch of bitch ass niggas and fuck niggas, like nigga, that's me shooting in the air, letting you know back the fuck down or we going there. So when people talk like that all the time, I can't be around y'all because I don't know when it's there. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I don't like all that shit. I can't. That ain't entertainment for me. That's why I'm like, man, fuck battle rap. <laughs> fuck, battle, fuck battle rap. I can't do nothing. But of it's that like, shit. it's like a comedian, right? Like, you know what I'm saying? Nah, see, a comedian is different. Comedian, at least there's, nigga, wasn't that funny about that? <laughs> I fuck your baby mother in front of your daughter. Like, I used to have a trap jump until one of my workers tried to stash three in his sock. Connect love me so much, he say, Ben, I keep and just front me three on the spot. It's crazy. Shout out Sue Surf. You see Sue Surf back there. Talking about when I used to re on a block. Mm. And I want to tell him to call her, but he probably got re on a block. You set my style. Re on a block. And I want to tell him to call her, but he probably got re on a block. You set my style. Chris I like I, now I do love when battle rappers like respect each other in the middle of the brat. Like, oh, there they go. But but he one of them. Yeah. He fired. Yeah, Clips yeah. Like Charlie Clips. He, it's some of them that I can get with it because they're that. Like, you got to respect the creative in another cut. In another cut. Like, yeah, that, that was, you, you got to respect the creativity of that. But have this shit just like that. Nigga, I fuck your paper mind in front of your dog. I'm like, come on, bro. Comedy's not that, bro. Comedy is literally, it is comic relief. There's a humor to it. You take the irony of something. It's take that's what it is. This comedy is really the intelligent way of breaking down irony in a funny way. Like taking double entendrums and putting it like comedy's different. I can't I only think you can compare it to saying like I don't fuck with battle rap. I'm be real. I don't want to do it. Yeah, I the more I've been looking at battle rap, I agree. I think I have to change my mind. I think com- comedians got it harder because now, like, they sit, they let the battle rap set it up. Like, I done seen a, a setup where a nigga will rap, the crowd get loud, and like, oh, hold it down, hold it down. And then they bring it all the way back. Like, they'll start from, like, the first five bars and try to, I'm like, okay, ain't no comedian allowed to do that. Like, if you didn't get my joke, I can't say, can't bring it back. <laughs> like, you know? Yeah. Like, like oh, y'all didn't, y'all didn't get that one? Knock, knock, niggas! Like, <laughs> like, nah. It's, yeah, you once you miss it, you miss it. And you on your, it's it's timing, it's all of that. Like battle rap, and that's the other thing. The reason why now I, I listen back to it now, and I listen like Freestyle Friday. Them shits were like corny bars. Like now, I li- like, but it was on a track. You know what I'm saying? Battle rap, it ain't no track. It's the pace, the flow. I want to do it. It's now y'all niggas really, y'all might as well say poetry. And you was only out and you done for. Before we pull off, I sent him one more. Gun smoke, blow up skirt, Marilyn Monroe. What the pot you have to lose? Blast the tool. If I get mad at you, stir on all you bitches. Catholic school, we both battle. <laughs> <laughs> like shit like that, skirt on all you bitches. Catholic school. Hey, what you say? Skirt off like chicks in a Catholic school. I peach your style. I was learning. Now I'm swerving. We on wildin' out. Don't know Nick keep the deuce deuce under the turban. But I'm learning, concerning. Watch this crowd, cause we swerving. And my skirt off like jazz last time being a virgin. And it's burning. <laughs> 
So he could, like he said, he get to repeat his line. Like, yeah. yeah, see, you only get to do that in battle rap. Like, you don't get to do that with, com- with comedy, right? And if you do do it with comedy, it's because you did some. It's like when Dave Chappelle said, "You know, I take jokes and I and I create punchlines." Yeah, and then yeah. he brought it all the way back. Like, yeah, recall is different. Yeah, like, actually, that was saying like, that's repeating. Yeah, yeah. It ain't recall. It's exactly, two exactly. different things. But. Yeah, man. So I can't do that shit. That's why, like, you'll never, like, David, like that. David, his brothers and cousins, my uh, my friend, that, mm-hmm. like, and that's how I know it's all on who you, like, you know who you can do it with. Cause the way David and his cousins talk to each other, man, I can never talk to David. Like, bro, we can't talk like that, bro. Like, all that bitch ass and man, shut the fuck up, nigga. Like, if you hear me, it, because I don't talk like that, if I come up to you and be like, man, keep me on shut the fuck, bitch ass, nigga. Like you're going to take that shit serious. You're like, I don't like. I don't know. Even if he is playing, nigga, you don't normally play like this. Yeah. So you're gonna like take heed to it, and that's what I I want niggas to take heed to. If I say some shit like that, take heed that nigga. I ain't fucking with you. Yeah. Uh, well, not fucking with and speaking of rappers, you ain't fucking with. See it up. So before we go further, know this. If it doesn't fit my personal prison, there's no way I can get behind it or endorse it. That's why I'm here. We've got a lot in common. We're both compassionate capitalists raised in the belief that making money requires you to do good. You ain't got to go the common ground angle, Mike. I mean, we're radically different. I'm a southerner. I like muscle cars, strip clubs, shooting that shit in the woods. (laughs) Fortunately, it's not about me. I just want to do something better for my community. What do you want? I want black banks to flourish. I don't want them to flourish in underserved communities. I understand the historical and systemic injustices in the financial arena. As president, I'd be happy to direct federal funds to support the infrastructure of black banks. That didn't work with the Freedmen's Bureau. I'm not looking for charity. I can give you five black banks in Atlanta, from Citizens Trust to Greenwood, that all perform better at net interest margins than most banks nationally. It's not that they're unsound, they're just stigmatized. Which is worse. How can I help? by putting your personal money in those banks. Validation from Mike Prince money makes those banks instantly attractive. It's bold. Shows leadership. Now, you're not going to wait for Congress to pass legislation watered down by interest groups by the time it comes to a vote. Done. I'll endorse your banks. I'll move $100 million by the end of the week, and you can expect a bigger investment down the line. Then you can expect my endorsement down the line. Cap. Niggas ain't even moving like that. Like, so, so <clears throat> on this wall where Keith at, uh, it's a it's a phrase that says, um, our tagline, creating content that pushes the culture forward. Um, that's the slogan of Just Elders Media for a couple of reasons. Because we understand the importance of propaganda. Like, I'm a firm believer there's a documentary I was watching and it was talking about black wall street and the effects of Jim Crow and, you know, uh, segre- de- desegregation. And the guy, one guy on a documentary, it always stood out to me. He said, bro, he said desegregation didn't kill black businesses. He said, black business didn't get our business. We got out marketed. He said, for the first time, black people 
could shop at those stores and businesses that were on TV. You know what I'm saying? Like for the first time, black people could look at these commercials. Cause before you used to watch commercials and be like, well, that's a, that's at the white only store. We can't go there. We can't eat there. We can't do that. He said, they got out marketed and propaganda. That's how, that's how propaganda works. Like people are excited to be able to participate in it. We've had propaganda tell us so many lies and stories. So we know the importance of media. That's why we're here with Just Eldridge Media. Because we want to tell stories. We want to use beautiful imageries. We want to use stories. We want to use uh, media to make an impact and push our people forward, the culture forward. Here's the issue I have with this. 54 days ago, Ryan and TK met with the uh, community at the gathering spot. and. What they did, whether you can agree, and I posted about this, whether you can agree with it, disagree with it, they stood on their square and they faced the community. We tried to pull a deal off. The deal didn't work off. It caused turmoil in the community, but we're going to answer your questions. This is what you want to know. There's no question off the table. I asked a question that was a, a pretty uh, a challenging question. It was other questions asked, and they answered every single one of them that night. Got to give them credit for that. 54 days later, we have heard nothing from Greenwood. The Greenwood that said that this is a black, the number one black owned bank. Greenwood that said that this is the completion of circulating our dollar. They said, look, the dollar is circulated every, uh, the black dollar leaves the black community every six hours. We want to change that. They did. If you donate, or a deposit into Greenwood, the dollar leaves in six minutes because it's a white bank. It just is what it is. It's not a bank. It's a technology platform. It's a fintech platform. And we don't have a whole episode. Go dig through the crates. You can talk about it. Here's my issue. 54 days, they ain't said, they haven't addressed it. This was a surprising thing. Community Coastal being the real bank was a surprising thing. Some people that put their money behind something that, they said was going to take us to the next level, something that was created because of George Floyd. Like people were really excited about this shit. 54 days later, you ain't said nothing. And then you come out using mainstream TV. That's the show called billions. And I made me mad because I love the show, a major TV show and killer Mike does what he's continued to do. You leverage his influence, his uh brand to throw, Greenwood Bank in the same signature Citizen Trust Bank. It's tacky, it's disrespectful, it's deceptive, and honestly, man, what's so crazy? Somebody sent me this clip. I randomly just made a post because I seen Pinky on Greenwood page, and Pinky was like, this was such a big impact to the black community and so important. And so I was like, man, what the what the hell it is? So it made me repost one of our old clips of when I was talking about them. I was like, man, I'm still not fucking with Greenwood. But they still ain't came out and addressed the people. And then somebody sent me this clip of this TV show. Like, and it just shows me that this how they going to do it. They saying, fuck y'all. I know y'all don't stay mad long. We're not going to say nothing to you. We're going to let it ride. And guess what we're going to do? We're going to begin to prop in propaganda to still push what we do. Propaganda, put you on a TV show, Killer Mike, National TV, Black Owned Bank, Citizen Trust, Greenwood. 
And then even when uh Ryan Glover posted this clip, he had to put it at the bottom. Greenwood Bank is not a bank. It's a technology company powered by Coastal Community Bank. But he says bank on the show. And if I don't read that post, I don't know that Greenwood is in the but bank. But this is my point. It's deceptive. It's tacky. Mm-hmm. And it's a reflection of who they are. So I still stand on this. Fuck Greenwood. You know what I'm saying? Uh, because again, this all got here because of George Floyd. George Floyd died. Banks pledged money to give to black initiatives and black people. They took that money, told us this was a black bank, and they put it all of our money into a white bank. And it's just no accountability. It is it, it's, it's disappointing, man. And even when people were talking about this the last time we talked about it, they said, oh, well, you know, Killer Mike and uh, Ambassador Andrew Young, they just the faces. They don't really know the ins and outs of the business. At this point, when you pushing stuff like this still, you know the business and you know what, and you just don't care. There, uh, There's a book called The Color of Money. Uh, shout out to Karen Hunter. Uh, she mentions it on her show a lot. And I actually need to purchase this book to read it in full. But it's called The Color of Money. And it's uh, the tagline is Black Banks in the Racial Wealth Gap. And this lady, she breaks down not just black power, buying power, but like specifically why black capitalism and quote unquote black banking still isn't the problem. You right. know, like even if you put a hundred million dollars into a black bank, like a citizen's trust, or even into a neo bank that's going to be given to some white people in a white bank that doesn't help. Uh, she has a line right here that she says, uh, black banks have been offered as just some sort of automatic, this might magically transform the lives of black people, but these black people are still exploited by the dominant economic system. And that's what we're dealing with. We're dealing with the dominant economic system. Yeah. And when you see Killer Mike go on a show like this, on a show that's called Billions, it's all around the capitalistic system. Like if you watch the whole yeah. show, if you've been watching up until that point, you know that really what Killer Mike was doing was showing how niggas is a part of this system. Right. Just like that, just like that with a with a political campaign, but they're not that tough. That whole oh well, I'll give you my vote at the end of the line when you put all the rest of your money. That's cap. Right. Now, do I believe when they first come, they probably say no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a quick little pushback because you buy you pushback. But as soon as you said that hundred million, you would have got the endorsement right then. You probably would have tweeted from the studio, "Hey, I'm down with this." You know what I mean? Right. Don't right. don't act like. That's the part of the shit that we're supposed to be seeing. Like, oh, well, Killer Mike is definitely standing up. Like, bro, I'm tired of the fucking, the same lines that we get from these people. You know what I'm saying? Like, at the end of the day, black capitalism, black banks is is not going to lift us out because we don't have the people at the helm that we can trust. I'm doing Killer Mike, Ryan Glover, Paul Judge, Ambassador Andrew Young, like Kurt Franklin. Just tell me. Is it black? No hug. <laughs> Just tell me. No jokes. <laughs> like no n- sugar. Nothing can substitute, bro. Like, like. Well, it, 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 put put my screen up. Put my screen up real quick. And I don't know if you've seen this. Uh, I don't know if you've seen this announcement. But own unveils rebuilding Black Wall Street trailer with Morris Chestnut as the host. And you see Ryan Glover. Oh my. 
You see Ryan Glover. Don't go to them DM. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that was more shit. You see Ryan Glover uh, posted this, and this is another Greenwood Studios production. You know what I'm saying? Propaganda. More, more propaganda. More pro- and I'm mad because I fuck with Morris Chestnut. I don't know why I'm over there on that side. It's crazy. But it's premiering in September. But the crazy thing is, it's like these people are just recirculating the same dollar. You know what I'm saying? Because if you look at Greenwood Studios and you do like a, just a uh, just a just a quick search on Greenwood Studios, they're two former Bounce TV executives that started their own media company, and uh, so it's the same fucking money. It's the bounce. You know what I'm saying? It's and it's the same money that you got from when we were supposed to get the channel deal from when um the Al Sharpton them had sued to get more cable channels for black people. So we got Revolt, we got Bounce, we had Aspire. We didn't clearly didn't trickle down enough. And y'all done took that money and flipped it and now we just doing more. You know, it's like it's, when, it's, it's not it it's, it's almost the, it's not trickling down to the black people in the in the community. Like, you know, it's just just no And I just wanna know like Maybe I'm wrong. You know what? I'll show me some facts where Greenwood has made us better in any way since they've been here. And 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 the only reason I'm down to listen to something like that is because I just watched this Essence documentary, and um, the guy Ed, I forgot his last name, but he sold the company. Yeah, he sold to Time, but he sold at a time in 2005 where like. If you remember too, a lot of magazines got decimated, like not just black, just magazines, period, because of digital, right? So then you ask yourself, as a black person, this is a black owned media company, right? Uh-huh. Would you sell for, I think, total from both sales is like 250 million, 300 million, right? And if I sell, the company gets to stay, right? won't be black owned but the company gets to stay and all of those black people that was working for the company especially that got stock option just got a hell of a check right right only right to sustain this stuff long enough for another black company to kind of do a similar deal with shea moisture sold their company to unilever right right? so shea moisture is no longer 100 percent black owned but they take that they say it was like 800 million they took that $800 million and some of that goes to what? Buying back essence. Right. You get what I'm saying? So then I've seen two deals where, you know, a super revolutionary was seen, but oh no, we need to stay black on. What the fuck? Right. But then strategically, you sold it at a time where you kept the company alive. You got some money, not a little bit of money, a large amount of money was able to start some foundations sustain the company enough for another black business to buy it right now they had to sell to a white company to get enough money to buy it but in that they buy essence and i think they invested in honeypot and that uh black girl magic um and uh that and the um black girl what's it called that black girl magic wine right i don't know if you've seen that brand so it's like i got some yeah so it's like if greenwood could show hey you know here are some examples of what we've actually done to help the community i could i could be more down to listening only because i understand black banks ain't necessarily going to get us to freedom right so 
the trip isn't off. The trip is off of the deception, right? And, and what you really want to do for the people. And, and that's all I'm saying. Yeah. That it's it's deception. Like, and, is this a media play deal for you to get out podcasts and do TV show deals and do more TV show deals with own like? And I, again, I've said everything that I really care to say about this subject. My point was when I seen that clip, it just let me know that they're doubling down. Fuck transparency. Fuck communication. Fuck authenticity. They're going to double down. This is a black bank regardless. And it's enough people that don't know that we can still get our money. And that's, that's where I'm at on it. So fuck them. All y'all lame as hell. Uh, and then you was on my show too. <laughs> don't ever piss me off. That's my show. I told you, I'll be, I like watching white chaos. I don't like watching black drama. I like to watch white men attack each other. It's a billion one of my shows. So, but yeah, that's all I got to say about it, man. So look, if you got a Greenwood bank and this your major life any better, please let me know. If, uh, I know they talked about they were giving away $10,000, uh, every month or every quarter. I ain't seen one of those announcements go out. Like, I mean, he's just going to give it to their people. See, I want to know, will it actually affect the community? Like, will something trigger to actually affect the community? Man, fuck that rush card. I'm done with it. Um, you got anything else? Nah, man. That's, I think that was it right there. Uh, I'm good, too. This is a good podcast, though. There's a lot of, yeah, a lot of stuff on there. A lot of information on it. Uh, look, man, appreciate y'all. It's good to be back, man. It's good to be back in this studio. I like this studio. And uh, I ain't going to start the official countdown, but we're ready to start the official Keith birthday countdown. I, I got a discovery the other day that made me excited. I'm going to tell you about it later. Oh, I was going to say, it might not be no countdown, so I'll tell you about that too. Oh, man. <laughs> love y'all. We love y'all. We need y'all. Most importantly, we can't wait to see y'all next week. Thank you for tuning in to the Just Eldridge Podcast. City with T.I. Outcast and Uwe. Everybody know about Atlanta. It's just a coochie. Everybody know about the scammers, about the trappers. And when we living now, it's just that lifestyle. Turn on my podcast. I'm trying to hit it real now. Hear perspective. We want to keep it real now. Every day we on the grind. Sometimes it's hard to tune out the outside. Oh, oh, It's just Eldridge. It's just Eldridge. Tune in on the podcast, tune in on the podcast, yeah, real things, you know we gon' last, yeah, kick it back, kick it back, kick it back.